If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello everyone and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays. And joining me as always, the voice of God, the tan man himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. Thank you, Patty. I'm absolutely juiced to be with you um, a day after Patty Parlay's national holiday. That is correct. So let's just start there, Diz. We have nominated June 2nd as the official national Patty Parlay's Day. Now. Yeah, I wouldn't have even connected the dots on this had it not been for you, Diz. So shout out to you. But uh, for those that are not following along on Twitter at SportsBetByDumb, um, I tweeted out that I hit the Hail Mary parlay of the day yesterday. It just so happens that it is exactly one year ago today or yesterday that the same thing happened. Literally the exact same situation happened. Yeah. And the only reason I remember that, Patty, is because last year you were texting me so much, but I was driving to Columbus, Ohio for the Memorial Golf Tournament. And um, you were texting me so much, but I was driving. So eventually you called me and you were telling me how you had a few left. And it was literally like the same thing this year. You called me. I was on Interstate 70 eastbound. And that's literally the reason why I was like, yo, it's the same exact day. Same exact day than it was last year. Yep. And, and I knew when I started out yesterday 4-0, uh, I was like, oh, man, this has a shot. This 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 could be the one. Um, so were there a bunch of day games yesterday? There, there were, I think, five day games yesterday, and I bet on four of them. Um, oh yeah. So before even like the night slate of games kicked off, I was already halfway home for the Hail Mary parlay of the day. So uh, for those that don't know, I hit a ten leg all baseball parlay last night, one dollar to win four hundred forty three dollars. So uh, nice little payday. And then a year ago yesterday, I hit I think it was like a one dollar to win like nine hundred or something close to that. So it uh, June second. June 2nd will, for now, for now, will always be known as National Patty Parlay's Day. So we got we got to remember that for next National Patty Parlay's Day, because I will certainly forget. Hey, a lot of a lot of pressure on you next next June 2nd, Patty. You got to do something spectacular again. Yeah, yeah, certainly we'll have to. It was electric. I will just say. Um, from I was driving most of the time this was going on, um, but Patty's last leg was Dodgers minus half a run in the first five against the New York Mets. We got to the hotel. It was like the bottom of the fourth inning. We flipped the game on. The Dodgers have to score a run in the fifth. They have to hold the Mets and score a run in the fifth because 0-0, zero, zero, you would have lost your bet. Is that correct, Patty? Yes, that is correct. And uh, – we were watching it, and it was uh, first guy got out, second guy had two strikes on him. We were like, oh, no, this is not good. The guy fought back, hit a bloop single to left center field. The 
the center fielder could have made the catch, but he chose not to go for a dive, which was big time. And then uh, another single, the guy on first got to third, and then Mookie Betts, best player in the league, ripped a single and cash, baby. It was it was incredible because we thought you were dead. We thought you were dead 100%. I thought I was dead too. I stopped paying attention to the app. I was like, oh, it's over. It's whatever. And then I get a phone call from Diz, and I'm like, oh, I was going to say, sorry, man, it didn't work out. And you're like, it hit. And I was like, wait, what? Well, no, I was like, let's go, Patty. And you're like, what? I was like, yeah, bro. They scored. How are you not watching? <laughs> so it was awesome. It was, it was, it was a great experience. Uh, not, not a big fan of having to wait until like midnight Eastern standard time for a bet to cash, but, uh, Hey, that's, that's what you got to do sometimes. Hey, now everyone who gives you shit about your Hail Mary parlays, myself included, let him know that you've hit two. And they've been worth, what, a combined, like, $1,300 or something? Yeah. So as long as you, like, hit one in the next three or four years, if you place a dollar bet, you, you make money. I was going to say, I just paid for my next year's worth of Hail Mary parlays of the days. So. Absolutely. Big fan. And it's unfortunate because, actually, I had two other bets last night, uh, and I had parlays with those. If, if the over had just hit in the... Oilers Avs game, I would have net $1,800,000 last night. Holy sheesh. And I, I was talking with my guy Alex. Shout out, Alex. If I was smart, I would have had two separate 11 leg parlays with each of the overs in the NHL and NBA. And then I would have had the one with all of them combined. But I didn't do that. And so I missed out on some maybe some extra cash there. But it's hard to complain when you uh, you had a good hit, anyways. Absolutely. Absolutely electric. I think you had a good hedging strategy as well. So either way, you would have made some profit. Um, but yeah, 10 Hail Mary Parlay. Another one down in the books for you, Patty. That's right. We're going to have to start. Uh, maybe, so I, I do have a uh, whiteboard over here in my room. Maybe we need to start keeping track of uh, the dates and the amounts and stuff of the Hail Mary Parlays of the day. So do you do a Hail Mary parlay every single day? Yes, 100%. So last year you had you spent $365 about on Hail Mary parlays. Yep. And you made 443. No. The year prior did you bet? Well, last night I hit for 443 bucks. Uh the one last year I hit for about 900. Right. So you made 1300 total. How many have you done? Probably like 500 or so? Yeah, that's probably about right. In the green, baby. So just so just track that you're in the green. You got about 3 years to go before you're in the before you're in the negative. That's right. Also, an interesting side point. Now, I love a good Hail Mary parlay of the day. And parlays are great, but they don't hit that often. So additional money that i made last night is i had two dollars on every single bet in that parlay so off of the straight bets alone i made about 20 bucks which doesn't sound like a lot but uh having that as additional That's 20 units having that as additional um you know coverage uh and money made when you're hedging and all that other stuff it's nice little uh, cushion to have absolutely 
So, National Patty Parlays Day, June 2nd. Put it on the calendars. Take it to the White House. Let's make it a holiday. Let's do it. I did. So you said you're coming from the memorial, so let's start there. Uh, how, how are the Condities out there? Condities were immaculate. It was an absolutely stunning day today. I think it was about 60 degrees when we got there, so a bit nipply. Um, warmed up to about 80-ish when we left at like 2 o'clock. Um, yeah, Condities were great. Um, saw a lot of really good shots. Saw a couple bad shots. We watched John Rahm's Shanka shot, which... Is Made that... me feel better about myself. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, we weren't there super long. We followed a couple groups. Um, just really enjoyed the weather, really enjoyed some of the mixed beverages that the bartenders made us. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a hell of a time. We didn't even really see any of the leaders or anything, the way the pairings were going off. We kind of stayed on the front nine, uh, followed speed for a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I just checked the live odds. I guess Cam Smith's got a pretty big lead. Uh, not pretty big, but his competition isn't exactly. Uh... He's got a one-stroke lead on a guy named Dennis McCarthy, but Cam Cam Smith's also only through fourteen, so he might lengthen that lead a little bit. So where did Rory end up? Because when when we saw him, he was kind of like one or two back, but I know he bogeyed seventeen, and and I, I don't know where he ended up. So Rory is at minus five right now um so he's three back from cam smith moral of the story is if you want to follow a golf tournament just watch TV. but if you want to go for the experience the beverages the food and getting your steps in you should go to the tournament yeah if you're like me and you just want air conditioning and you want to get in the chalet and get the fancy stuff, then uh, you can do that too. Yep, that's that's an, that's an option. <laughs> All righty. Oh, Diz, heart heartbreaker. Uh, so a little bit of French Open talk. Um, oh. So <laughs> me and Alex were talking, and Alex has been really hot on the French Open, even like now that it's kind of getting down to the nitty gritty. The last few people. And uh, today he told me to take Rafael Nadal to win the first set and to win the match. I think it was like minus 125 or something. And so I did that, and Nadal like scratched and clawed and then won in a tiebreaker for set the first set. And, and then Severev got hurt. And then got hurt. And Nadal moved on, cause, so, so he technically won. It was a wash. But yeah, they they voided the bet. Yeah. You don't get the dub on a forfeit. I know. And they do that in baseball, too. Like, if the game, like, say you have a first five bet. Like, say we had the Dodgers last night as the last leg of that parlay. And the first five bet hits, and we're, like, in the eighth inning, and they call it due to lightning or weather or whatever. And so the Dodgers technically win that game. And your bet has already finished. But they'll, they'll give it a voided bet because they didn't play the full game. Are you serious? Yeah, I've had that happen to me. That's stupid. Yeah. It make that's different though, because in the Nadal case, he won the first set, but he didn't. Well, maybe it's not different. I don't know. He advances, but he didn't win. He just 
advanced, if that makes sense. Yeah, but it's not like in soccer where you can choose like someone to advance in the tournament, right? It's like you have a money line pick in tennis. That's that's the person who's going to move on and win. So it's kind of a gray area, but I don't I don't like it. But of course, if I was on the opposite side, if I was on Severev or whatever, yes, I'd be true. So that that was going to be my next point. Is I've been on the other side a few times where you guys getting absolutely ragdolled, but he fakes an injury and you fakes don't lose an injury. Because, you think Severev dude, faked it? Dude, no, no, no. I don't think. Oh, Zverev okay. Does, but a lot of times in tennis, people will throw up the white flag either because they're tired or they're just getting their ass beat when they shouldn't be, and they'll just be like, "Oh, I hurt myself. I got to retire," hmm. and then you don't lose your bet. So it goes both ways. If you don't bet tennis very often, you kind of got hosed today, Patty. I'm sorry about that. It's all right. It, getting hosed is kind of the wrong way to look at it because, you know, it's not like I What was the value on that? I think it was like minus 125. I was going to say, it couldn't have been plus money. No. So it's not like I was missing out on big, big money. And, of course, you know me, I only put a dollar on it anyway, so it's not like it would have made a huge <laughs> difference. But Of course. Alrighty. Anything uh, French Open for you, Diz? I mean, you think Nadal's got it? I don't know who he's. I don't know if they who have they figured out who he's playing yet. Yeah, it's either Chilich or Rublev. They play in the other semifinal. I think it's going on right now. I don't even know what the score is, because um, it's not going to matter. Nadal's going to be heavily favored. He's going to win. Stay away from the championship game, Patty. Okay. Championship match. I, my apologies. So it looks like uh, Rude is. Oh no, Rude won, so it's over. Rude won. Casper Rude beat uh, Chilich. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Chilich won the first set, and then Rude mm-hmm. knocked off three in a row. Wow. Interesting point about that too, Diz, is not only did Nadal win and move on, but a possibly like five set match turned into a, you know two-set match and absolutely he's fresh yeah and he's the king of clay for a reason so yeah i'm not touching it but teague in tennis is a huge thing as well especially when you play all these matches in such a short amount of time Mm -hmm. truly a huge advantage on nadal huge even if they were the same skill nadal would have a huge advantage even in the gamblers even in the sports bookies eyes so he's probably going to be like minus 800 or more. I'm serious. This might be the most lopsided championship value we've ever seen in a Grand Slam tournament. Wow. Okay. I'll need to fact check that. Um, well, yeah. But I... I would not be surprised. Especially the way he handled Djokovic. He's playing the best he has in a really long time. Good for Chilich, but I think uh, I don't think he's got much for shot. Well, Chilich isn't playing. Or it's rude. rude. It's yeah. rude. It's rude. It's rude. My bad. My bad. <laughs> All righty, Diz. Let's move on to the NHL playoffs. Um, the game last night, Avalanche uh, Oilers, wasn't really a competition. Uh, zeros after one, so I guess you can say it was kind of close. But then the Avalanche railed off three quickly in the like in the early parts of the second period and they ended up winning 4-0. So really kind of a stinker of a game if you were watching it. Yeah, I was not watching it, but I was following along just to see the score for your over in your uh, multi-sport parlay. But nonetheless, I think think that Oilers can bounce back. I really do. The abs are such a um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe like a momentum team. Yeah. Like, weren't there three goals all like six minutes apart or something like that? I think it was le- even less than that. But yeah, you're right. So other than those six minutes, I mean, they won one to zero. I, I think the Oilers can do it, especially at home. Yeah, I was going to say that. I'm, like, I'm liking the value. The 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 Avs are one of the teams kind of, especially late in the season, that kind of faded when they were away from home. Um, and especially if their starting goalkeeper doesn't end up uh, playing. He didn't play last night, so I thought maybe that's why we would have seen some goals from uh, the Oilers. But I, I would lean towards the over in that next game because you're not going to see the Oilers put up another zero piece. The Oilers are one of the most explosive offenses in the, in the league. So, Absolutely. Um, and then the other game that is tonight, Diz, we have Rangers. We have Lightning. Game number two It is in New York. The Rangers took game one. Um, but, Diz, you know the stat. Uh, the Lightning and uh Vasilevsky are 18 and 0 in the past two, or I guess now technically three, if you include this one, three postseasons after a loss. And Vasilevsky has a 954.954 save percentage in those games. So uh, being able to get the Lightning at minus 130 seems kind of like a uh, too good uh, to be true. Yeah, I would normally go home pups all day home dogs all day but i mean the, the the lightning don't lose two in a row in the playoffs they just don't so i'm leaning lightning minus 130 as well and i was gonna parlay the lightning and the oilers together but i couldn't see how much value that would be because i was in ohio still so i was not able to make that bet so if you could do that for me that's probably going to be my lone dumbest dummy of the evening okay so you said what lightning and oilers yep that is plus 270. Okay. All righty. Let's go to the NBA Finals, Diz. Uh, those that don't know or don't remember, it is the Celtics versus the Warriors. Uh, game one was last night in Golden State. It was kind of an interesting game, Diz. Uh, did you hear, see, watch any of that? I also had the over in that one, and that hit pretty easily. Yeah, we were checking the score on the way because of your over and in- Noticed that the Warriors were up most of the game, and then when we got to the hotel, we kind of saw part of the like 11-0 or 17-0, whatever it was, run there at the end by the Celtics. Yeah, so um, so the final score was 120-108. The Celtics ended up winning that. But Steph Curry scored 21 points in the first quarter, and yet the Golden State Warriors still lost by 12. Um and that's mainly due to the fourth quarter. So the fourth quarter, the Celtics outscored the Warriors 40-16. to 16. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, the Warriors, I don't, so I don't want to say the Warriors dominated the whole game, but they, they felt like they were in control most of it. Um, I was actually able to after this game. So I have that 42-1 to 1 Celtics to win the championship. Um, yeah. After this game happened, I was able to get the Warriors to win at plus money, so I actually got a good hedge in there. So I'm pretty much set for no matter how the rest of this ends up. Love that. Love that for you, Patty. You might as well call me Patty Hedges. 
I don't like that because I don't. I mean, I only like when you hedge, when you guarantee a profit. That's normally, what I did. I know, I know, I know. But hedging normally is you're making a bet so you don't lose as much if you lose. We need to we need to come up with a different name for it. Maybe like the patty. Ooh, ooh! Now, hey, now hey. you're talking my. I mean, the technical term, if we want to, is arbitrage, right? Right, but that's more along the lines of like. That's on like a fixed before the event starts kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Like you get a sick boost or you go to multiple different bookies. Maybe instead of we hedging, need like a we live, call it a live hedging. Arbitrage. Excuse me? Pedging? Hedging? Pedging. Hedging, but with a P in front of it for Patty hedging. Pedging. Pedging. Pegging. How about just pegging? <laughs> I mean, I just know our kidding. boy T.Y. would be a fan. Yeah, pedging. I like that. So, something to think about. But uh, I, I'll think of a name. I'll think of a better name for it for next podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's your homework for this. Sure. Um, I don't know how I feel. I mean, if I had to lean a certain way for this uh, next game, I would lean Warriors, and I would lean under. Um, why? Why the under? So, if if we look at the box score and we know in the first period both teams came out absolutely on fire right yeah so the celtics shot 50 percent from the field and 51 percent from three-pointer and then the warriors shot 44 percent from the field and 42 percent from three-pointer i don't see a way where two of the best defensive teams in the league will go back to back and have above average offensive games yeah, that's not a sustainable clip, that's for sure. And the fact that this only went over by, so the total was 228, so it went over by 15 points. Uh, if Steph doesn't put up 21 in the first, if, you know, the Celtics don't, like, actually miss a few shots in the fourth quarter, we're, we're looking at it not really being anywhere close to that. So that's why, and that... Also, if you are going to be on the under like that, I think it's going to continue to the, – the over is moving. So last night's it was at 213.5. I believe if you look right now, the total is 215.5. So wow. I think as we get closer to game time, which, by the way, it sucks, but this next game isn't until Sunday. That sucks. But um, I think that total will, as we get closer to game time, will continue to creep up. So if you are looking at the under, you might be better off just waiting a little bit. But keep an eye on it, because if it does happen to go back down, you might want to reconsider. But Game two in Golden State? Yeah, it's at Golden State. So this is literally going to be a Sunday night game at like 9 p.m.? It's at 8 p.m., thankfully, but still not much, not much better. But I was going to say, if you're going to take an under, do it on a game you can't watch. That's right. Also, um, so if we look at just general points from people on either team, uh, Al Horford had 26. Playoff big Al, you know, he'll he'll give you a game every series, but he won't hit that 26-point mark at any other, in any other game. He went 6 of 8 from three-pointer. You're not going to get that production from Al Horford going forward. Nah. Derek White, 21 points off the bench, 5 of 8 from three-pointer. You're not going to get that production from him going forward. So that's why I think that uh, 
you know, it's not really sustainable for this total or these teams to put up the numbers that they put up yesterday. I think I would agree with you, Patty. So, all righty. Uh, Let's get into the dumbest dummy. Diz did win the month of May. So congratulations, Diz. Double-digit Diz, killing it. Do you know what my final clip was? I do not, because I don't know what your bets were on that last uh, last episode. But uh, I'm fairly certain you were in double digits. Let's go. Um, I think I really only have one dumbest dummy pick, and I think I just put it in. But uh, do you want to? Are you giving that uh, NHL parlay? Yeah, that's my only one. Plus two seventy Oilers as home pups, and then Lightning aren't going to lose two in a row in the playoffs. They haven't done it in a very long time. Okay, cool. Then I'm actually going to give. Uh, I'm going to have uh, two picks. So I am taking that under two fifteen and a half in that Celtics Warriors game. Yep. And then I'm also taking Cam Smith to win the Memorial. What's the value there, like 300? I just took it, and it's at plus 220. Oh, jeez. So, uh, hope, hopefully my boy Cam Smith pulls it out. It was kind of a late pull, but I saw he was at the lead. I saw the people around him I wasn't really confident in. I think uh, Cam Smith comes out, and he wins that one for me. Love that. All right, Diz. Uh, group best bets time. I think I think we can agree on which. By the way, we did finish last month up units. I think we were plus like one point eight units. So that's big for business. I think we definitely need to do the lightning money line tonight as one of them. Yep, hundred percent. Um, what are you what are you feeling in the you feeling anything in the NBA? Uh... The, the stats on your under make sense. I, if you want to go with the under, I would support it. I'm now I'm not going to take it personally. I don't want my Diz stands to lose their minds, but I, I'm okay with the under in the next game. All righty. And then let's go to baseball, Diz. So I have a couple, uh, couple thoughts, couple options I can throw your way. Okay. Um, this one is a weird one that I don't necessarily know that I'm, like, really super confident in. But uh, how do you feel about taking the full game Philadelphia Phillies money line? And there's there's a significance to this, Diz, and I'm curious if you know why and what my thought process is. Phillies full game money line against who? The Los Angeles Angels. Is there, like, a... Did did someone in the Phillies organization die, and they're going to give the memorial during while Castellanos is batting? <laughs> That's funny, and you have you're you're kind of on the right track there, right? It's a kind of on the field, off the field type thing that teams usually react in one of two ways. But uh, I think it was earlier this morning, the Philadelphia Phillies let go of their manager Joe Girardi. No way. And so you kind of get... Are the Phillies bad? Do they have a shit record, but their lineup's loaded? Is that why? Yes, exactly. So the the, the Phillies have been severely underperforming. They were, you know, kind of considered the favorites in their division. Um, Their record right now is 22 and 29. Wow. 
Um, when you have a lineup that includes Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, um, you're supposed to have one of the best starting rotations in the league. You know, sometimes, you know, you got to mix things up, get something going your way. So that is, uh, so I'm thinking, you know, the Phillies just fired their manager. They, they come out for the interim guy and they really try to, you know, put it on and show them that they mean business. I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. Okay. You know, I don't like taking full games, but I feel like in this situation, you have to do a full game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Who are they playing? I don't even know. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels. Oh, you told me that. I did tell you that. Is that at home? Is it at home? It is at Philadelphia. Who's the interim guy? Do we know the interim guy? I do not know that. So it's not some, like, well-known guy or anything like that. It's I think it's just... But it's someone who's been with the organization that the players know... I can, let's, I win can it. let's win it. Let's win it for him, kind of situation. Let me let me confirm. Well, I thought yes. Well, maybe if I go. All right, I can't find it, but that's that's essentially what we're going for there, Diz. Love it. Oh, here we go. Why Joe Girardi is taking the fall for the Phillies' $233 million miss. Mess. Sorry. Okay. I was like, what? So, that kind of tells you, right? So, that, Phillies, that's the Phillies' payroll. Fourth highest in the majors. Well above the luxury tax. Um, yep. So... Apparently the Phillies have like a 1.3% chance to make the playoffs right now. So, yikes! Well, is that's because the Mets are 11 games up? Well, that is true. The Mets have been the hottest team in baseball. It's really been. Um, and you bet against them last night, and you cashed a 443 dollars parlay. What can I say? Stones on you. You don't realize this, but I have a uh, method to my madness, and a lot of times, uh, you know, I, I'm i not just blowing smoke. A lot of times I feel like I know what I'm talking about. So to recap oh, yeah. our group best bets, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning money line. We have the Celtics Warriors under 215.5, and, and then we have the Phillies money line tonight. Yes, sir. All right, Diz. It's time. Fresh off of a win yesterday. It is time for the Hail Mary Parlay of the Day. And my fan duel is being slow, but uh, as you have a guess, it is to give you a barometer, it is a 10-leg all-baseball parlay. There is no, I'm not putting in the, actually, that is not true. I lied. It is a 10-leg parlay, but one of them is hockey. Nine of them are baseball. I'm going to say $1, 2 and 526 I went a little bit light today, so it is $1 to win three thirty-nine twenty-six. Yeah, back-to-back, that would be insane. Yeah. Some of these, though, like, I like to usually keep these within a minus 150 per leg or worse odds i have two on here that are minus 152 
so it's like close but as like coming off of that wind i'm not going to like really try to push the limits a little bit but uh we will start in the mlb i have the giants first five minus a half versus the marlins i have the reds first five money line versus the nationals i have the diamondbacks pirates first five under four and a half total runs this one, the, I have the Yankees minus one and a half first five versus the Detroit Tigers. I have the Cleveland Guardians first five money line versus the Orioles. I have the Brewers first five money line versus the Padres. I have the Rockies first five plus a half versus the Braves. I have Red Sox first five minus a half versus the Athletics, and I'm going against them again, Diz. Dodgers first five money line versus the New York Mets. And then the final leg, of course, in the NHL, I have the Tampa Bay Lightning money line versus the New York Rangers. Yeah, baby. Let's go back to back. Let's let's build that bankroll even further. Also, si- note on that is as soon as I hit that bet last night, I cashed out. So we we made we realized some of that is profit. Hell yeah. All right, Diz, anything you need to get off your chest before we uh, send these people into a weekend? Mark your calendars uh, June 3rd next year. Everybody take PTO, so after Patty Parlay's uh, parlay hits, we can rage and miss work the next day. Well, you messed that up because it – wait. June 2nd is National Patty Parlay's Day. Yeah, so when it hits, we can so, rage balls and take June 3rd off work. That's Okay, that's, that's what I thought you were going with, but I wanted to make yeah. sure that we were clear – um, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, all right. So then, do we make June third National Patty Parlays Day? Uh, since it's like when we'll have the day off and when we'll be celebrating, or do we do it June second, as that's when the parlays always hit? Well, great I, question. Yeah, it's it's tough. We'll we'll get back to you folks on that one. We'll need some time to think that one through, but. Uh, the, the first part of June is when Patty Parlays comes into his full swing. So um, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, make sure you go to our YouTube. Search for Sports Betting by Dummies in the YouTube search bar. Look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. Make sure you like, subscribe, all that good stuff. But we hope you have a nice, long, profitable weekend, and we'll see you all on Monday.